0: Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network presents Streetwise Theology Out of the Ivory Tower and back into the hands of the Invisible Church
1: Welcome back to Streetwise Theology. My name is Luke Saint. And uh, while protesting at a local high school this week, several epiphanies struck me at once. I'm sure the anti-protesters would have struck me themselves, but I'm glad I was only accosted uh, metaphorically. One of these light bulbs came in the form of observing the police cars that went by. They were docile, thankfully, in minding their own business, even to such a point that the school faculty was whining that they wouldn't show up on demand. This was refreshing, of course. Now, growing up, I desired somewhere in my seven-year-old noggin that a vocation as a police officer was desirable for a future career. In fact, some documents that I read later on in old pictures on Facebook showed me that many of my peers thought the same thing. Let's face it, the colors, the authority, the uniform, let alone the utility belt, is too much for youngsters to handle. It's just too cool. Throughout my youth, I was definitely a police sympathizer. After watching videos on social media of people being abused or shot, I would say things like, well, we didn't see the whole video, and if they would have just listened to the cop, etc. My mind was bent on defending these hired enforcers, not to the benefit of every individual officer, but definitely to the welfare of the institution of police. Three things got me off the conservative crack. The Bible, Bojnar Marinov, and social media. After listening to Acts of the Root a few times, it is evident that any theonomist worth his salt has to disavow the police as an authoritative, biblically sanctioned body at some point. Bo often points out that the police force as an institution has historically been implemented as an oppressive regime with no positive examples pointing to their legitimacy. The police have always been thuggish, brutal, and tyrannical in their nature with a few good eggs scattered among them. The second influence, social media. It just fueled the fire. All of the injustices from people being thrown into prison without due process, citizens being harassed as they go about their commute, businesses being shut down for petty reasons like permits, motorists being arrested because they said the wrong thing, pedestrians being assaulted because they gave the wrong look, Ben being shot for reaching for their wallet, farmers invaded for selling raw milk, on and on and on. And these are the ones being caught on camera. I tell you, my friends, the colonials had more freedom under the British. All one really needs to do is open up the Bible, though. As the first, final, and only authority on all things justice, the Bible does not give authority to a body of humans enforcing laws made up out of thin air by other humans upon a populace of humans. In other words, when it says that the civil magistrate is given a sword, it is only to enforce God's wrath, not man's. The Bible puts the burden of justice upon the backs of the citizens. No, you can't pay someone to do justice for you. Every man is responsible to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. If you want justice, you can't set up a group of people to take care of it for you. You must be the one to see it all the way through, beginning to end. This is the burden of justice. Back to the epiphany. After watching the AHA videos and the babies are murdered here encounters, the thought struck me that I am not more innocent than a preborn baby. Look at me, I have a history. I'm sure I fit many negative stereotypes. I'm sure there are many people who want to hurt me. I'm sure that I have wronged many people. There is a reason, even if it is a bad one, to bring a charge against me floating somewhere out there in the ether. But a preborn baby? You can't even form an accurate mental image. You don't know what they are going to be like. They have not committed any crimes. They have never wronged someone. There is absolutely no ground to lay a charge against this child. They are completely innocent in the eyes of the civil government in every way, shape, or form. So where did I get the idea that the police will neglect the rights of a little baby but will defend mine? How in the world did I believe that an infant can be deprived of his life, but I won't be deprived of my house when push comes to shove? Where is it written in the stars that a child can have his life taken because of convenience, but I won't because of a 200-year-old document written by white European males? Think about it. They are already denying your rights. You have the right to drive a car without a license. You have the right to live without compulsory taxation. You have the right to do drugs. You have the right to discriminate, bully, be a jerk, hate, and intimidate. Some of these might be sins in many circumstances, but it is not given the government the right to stop you from doing these things. We had our rights stripped away long ago. If the police, as a corporate body, can't even defend the most innocent and helpless of Americans with the most basic right, that is, the right to life, how do I think that my future is secure in this nation? I tell you this, my friend, that your rights are not as important as a cop's welfare. If they won't sacrifice their job-slash-career for the person that has every reason and right to live, then don't hold your breath for your secondary rights. They will be taken as soon as the corporate body of the police is threatened. Why else do we have, in almost every video that surfaces on Facebook, several cops either standing around while a bad cop engages in tyranny or joining him in it? Even when they have the advantage in numbers, why aren't they sacrificing their welfare for the rights of the victim? Don't get me wrong, I believe there are many examples of police doing just that, but there shouldn't be so many examples of the opposite occurring. It is scary, even to such a degree that my official position on the American police officer is that of a hired muscle or a mercenary. You must understand, my friends, that the basic office of police officer is fundamentally tyrannical in nature. The Bible does not give man authority to enforce man-made laws upon other men. This is the crux of teaching as commands the doctrines of men. Jesus put an end to that pharisaical nonsense. What were the Pharisees but glorified police officers out on patrol to make sure everyone was following their man-made laws? The pop Christian loves to hate on the Pharisees for this abuse of authority on the one hand, yet on the other, embraces the concept of police. This is hypocrisy. The Bible has a few words in Psalm 146, 4 through ten. Put not your trust in princes, in the Son of Man in whom there is no salvation. When his breath departs, he returns to the earth. On that very day his plans perish. Blessed is he whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who made heaven and earth, in the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the sojourners. He upholds the widow and the fatherless, but the way of the wicked he will bring to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, to all generations. Praise the Lord. Look how the Lord ties his goodness and his ways with physical salvation and not spiritual salvation. Only when we follow them corporately do we see justice and mercy institutionalized. God does not execute justice for the oppressed in the form of men and women walking around looking to enforce the cruelty of the wicked which they disguise as mercy. The office of police officer as an enforcer of man-made laws must be abolished. When they come for us, whether it's our guns, children, families, or homes, put not your faith in police. They will be the ones taking it from you. Thanks for listening, my friends. Be strong and courageous.
0: Thanks for listening to Streetwise Theology, brought to you by the Mid-Atlantic Reformation Society and Reconstructionist Radio. Please visit reconstructionistradio.com and thinkandreform.org.